the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. In our relationships, particularly with family and close friends, we mean well when we say something, yet sometimes our words offend or we say hurtful things we wish we had not said. Once words are spoken, they cannot take them back. Even when we admit our wrongdoing, apologize, and ask for forgiveness, the words not forgotten. If only we would always ask God to guard our tongue and compel us to think before we speak. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander imparts how to communicate God's way. Some of you have been fussing, fighting, and arguing too long. You will stop fighting one another when you refuse to view your spouse as your enemy and become a united front to resist and fight the devil who is your invisible enemy. The devil, he is your invisible enemy. You need to fight as a united front against the devil to protect and preserve your marriage. Satan loves to take advantage of your anger. Therefore, you must ask the Lord to deliver you from it. If not, Satan will exploit your anger to the detriment of your family and your relationship. Ephesians 4, 26 through 27 says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place for the devil. First Peter 5, 8 says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy. Look, watch out for your great. He's not just an enemy. He's a great enemy. And who is he? The devil. The devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking uh, for someone to devour. Beloved, your spouse, children, grandchildren, and extended family are not your enemies. Satan is your invisible enemy who is lurking behind the scenes to seize every satanic moment to devour your children, to devour your grandchildren, to devour your husband, your wife, to consume and destroy every member of your family. He is relentless. John chapter 10 verse 10 a says the thief uh, purposes is to steal and kill and destroy. That's the threefold purpose that he has for you, your children, your grandchildren, your future prosperity. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And some of you are playing right into his hands. Number seven, there must be a level of trust to have effective Christ-centered communication. There must be a level of trust to have effective Christ-centered communication. Proverbs 31, 11a says, the heart of her husband safely trust her. You see, a lack of a lack of trust creates a barrier in how we relate to each other. Communication fails where there is a lack of trust. Healthy marriages and relationships are built on loyalty. 
Healthy relationships are built on commitment. Healthy relationships are built on transparency. Healthy relationships are built on trust, which creates a loving environment for good communication. Trust. Trust. Don't violate the trust. When you are away from your spouse on a business trip as it relates to the job, or when you're away on uh, duty assignments in the military, everybody else is living loose because they're not at home, and all of these things. Stop hanging around things and people who will lessen your trust. Number eight, never use profanity of vulgar language toward family members. Never use vulgar language toward family members. You shouldn't use vulgar language in the workplace, in social gatherings, and or anywhere else. You say, why? Because of Colossians 3.8, which says, but now you yourselves are to put off all of these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy. Look, underline this, filthy language out of your mouth. Filthy language out of your mouth. Beloved, what kind of speech is coming out of your mouth? Is it God honoring or is it filthy, shameful, corrupt language? You must dare to be different and refuse to conform to peer pressure by speaking degrading language like those around you. You misrepresent Christ and put your limited, say limited. You put your limited vocabulary on display. Some of you, I declare, need to get a purchase a Webster dictionary with and keep it with you at all times so you can learn a new word every day to keep you from cussing so much. <laughs> you also become a poor testimony before your children because of profanity which also causes them to pick up your filthy language, and now you want to whoop them because they're talking bad and they caught it from you. It puts the other person on defensive, uh, on defense, and it never accomplishes anything good. Because profanity has so saturated society in the movie industry, profanity in the television, radio, politics, music, internet, social media, many Christians have become desensitized and even use it within without any sense of conviction, which hinders the light of Christ from shining through you. Ephesians 4.29 says, let no corrupt word proceed, proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, building up people, that it may impart grace to the hearers. When your heart is corrupt, listen to this, when your heart is corrupt, the words from your mouth will also be corrupt because you speak what you think. Oops, I made a mistake. You didn't make a mistake. You thought it and you spoke it. Husbands and wives must be determined to never cuss each other out regardless of what the issue is because it does not resolve anything. It only agitates and intensifies the problem. Number nine, we must learn to disagree in the unity of the spirit. There will be disagreements. Don't tell me you've been married 40 years and you haven't had one disagreement. Stop that line. Come up here and repent. We must learn to disagree in the unity of the spirit. In other words, 
It is unrealistic to expect families or even the church to totally agree on everything 100% of the time. That's just the nature of life and ministry. There will be differences in marriage, in our marriage, simply because we are two unique individuals that God has brought together, and we will spend a lifetime learning one another. Also, pray and ask the Lord to give you spiritual wisdom and insight as to how to effectively communicate with your children, grandchildren, in-laws, siblings, and extended family members. When conflicts arise, identify or clarify what the issue is. Some, what you fighting about? I don't know. <laughs> clarify or identify what the issue is. Pray and trust the Lord to give you direction. Be mindful. We must learn how to be patient and wait on the Lord for resolution of conflict. Amos chapter three, verse three says, can two walk together unless they are agreed? How to settle an argument. Let me give you a word of counsel for the future conflict and the future argument or the future disagreement that we're going to have. Okay, so write this down because you're going to need it. This is Draper's spiritual prescription for conflict from the Bible. Number one, I got some ABCs on this, so you know your alphabets. How to settle an argument? First of all, lower your voice, which lowers the temperature in a heated conflict. Lower your voice. Proverbs 15.1, I say again, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up. And lower your voice. Lower your voice. You, and, and, and say, you, you know, I, I really have an issue with what we're saying. And I think we need to discuss that a little bit more because we, we're not on the same page. And you can kind of smile about it and look at it. You don't have to frown up and tie your face up and, you know, and just look so bad. Lower your voice. B, you must be willing to admit that you both are a part of the problem without blaming one another. That you both are part of the problem without blaming one another. Genesis chapter 3 verse 12 says, Genesis 3 12 says, The man said, that woman you put here with me, <laughs> she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. It was Lord, it was easy for If you didn't give me that woman, I wouldn't be in this problem, you know. <laughs> the blame game goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. So dismiss blame from the conversation, okay? It, I told you, if you hadn't did this, this wouldn't happen. But this, oh, hold on, this time, let the blame go. See, be willing to disengage if you see the argument escalating and getting out of control, that, then that's not the right time. Hold, you know what? I sense that this is not the right time. I think we need to pray, and I think we need to just slow down, and let's just enjoy the rest of the day. Let's just table this. Let's talk about it a couple of days from now. Let's give each other a chance to, let's just air out. Sometimes, oh, we go, we got, <clears throat> tonight, <clears throat> we gonna sell this right now. And here come the police knocking on your door. <laughs> that was a case a long time ago, many, many decades ago. 
there was a couple. They're not here, so don't don't try to figure it out. You don't know. See, mine so I'm more on it. <clears throat> Lovely couple been here a long time. Just and all of a sudden, this 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 one of, one of the persons, they were. Um, he had a habit of going into her purse and, and taking, taking, you know, money out. And when she go to the store, she thinks she have one thing and it's not there. You know, you know how that is, you know. You think you got something in there and it's, it's, you're falling short. So this time he went to the purse and she wouldn't let him. And so they, he was pulling the purse this way and she was pulling, he was pulling, she was pulling, pulling, pulling. Now I put that pole purse. And and all of a sudden the, it, it 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 degraded into fisticuff, and they were in one of those little towns where they'll throw you in jail if you breathe too hard. And so I got a call, Pastor Draper. I said, Yeah, I had to wipe sleep from my eye. I said, Yeah, how may I serve you? Uh, we need help. I said, you need help? I said, what's wrong? We both in jail. <laughs> I said, what? I said, so-and-so? So, I, I, I was speechless. I said, how did, did y'all get in jail? You don't want to know. <laughs> now, guys, let me tell you something. Uh, first of all, if you take something without permission, you stealing. You know, you say, where's my wife? But you really need to respect, okay? I don't just go in my wife, Darlene, purse. I don't go in her possessions. I don't just, I'm married to her, but I don't, I don't go. No, I owe them up to mail. That's about all I'm owe up. And most, most of the bills, she want me to have that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I owe the bills, you know, for the most part. But, but, but when it comes when it comes to private things, you know, I'm not going in this and going out there and taking this out and, and this and I, I respect, and she does the same to me. And so, what do we want? We ask. We, we ask. We we are polite. We I honor her by asking. Or do you have this? Or can you? Know, this is this bill is pretty big. I think I'm gonna need some help with this one. Uh, can you help me with this one? And she does. And she does. She rises to the occasion and she helps. So, but but I don't just just do that. Respect each other's persons. Just, that's just decent. It's healthy, you know. And and you ought to, your children, you ought to teach your children not to steal. I'd never had that problem in my house. And I had missionaries in my house. I had all kind of people out. We kept people. We put things all around you. Nothing ever comes up missing in our house. My t- my children came up in our home. They never took. We have stuff here, stuff there, stuff there, stuff there, and it's valuable too. And we have it there. I ain't gonna say too much. You know, I get broke in. You know, <laughs> I better stop. Okay, well, that's right. I'm live streaming. You know, but anyway, y'all, y'all, I tell you, this, this regard, You know. <laughs> <laughs> Train your children to, if it's not yours, leave it alone. You're teaching them not to steal. So they won't go to jail for t- taking a ham out of H-E-B. 
Okay, let's go. What, what, what alphabet am I on? You know how I get to talk and I lose my place. But, but anyway, see, uh, uh, I, I said be willing to disengage if you see the argument escalating. And let me give you the scripture. 2 Timothy 1, 7, chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. Your love for your family should motivate you to be self-controlled when speaking to one another. D, each person must be willing to compromise on non-essentials and be flexible. Each person must be willing to compromise on non-essential. Like a, a game, should you look at this game versus that game, uh, uh, versus going this way versus that way driving, just get to the destination, you know? A non-essential. First Corinthians 13, 5a says, love does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. Don't, don't uh, be, be willing to compromise <coughs> on issues that are not that serious. Don't, just, just, give, just yield for the sake of peace. It doesn't hurt you to yield. Okay. Uh, e, refuse to revisit old arguments and stick with the current issue. You know, it's really going bad when you're fighting about one issue and now you're going back 10 years on something that you're supposed to already settle. Now you're going to throw that into the mix. And what you're going to have then is a keg of dynamite. Refuse to revisit old arguments. You know what? 10 years ago, I remember this. What, what you bringing that up 10 years ago? Just deal with that one issue. Don't go backwards. Philippians 3.13b says, forgetting the past and looking forward to those to what lies ahead, <clears throat> we're almost done. F, do not be so strong-willed or opinionated that you do not leave room to consider the imposing viewpoints. Do not be so strong-willed or opinionated that you do not leave room to consider the opposing viewpoints. Philippians 2.4 says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Don't be so strong, Will. So strong. It has to be this way. It's got to be cooked this way. The yard got to be raked this way. I mean, I mean, everything's got to be a certain way. And if it's not, you, you just out of it. Out of it. Don't be so opinionated. Philippians 2, 3 says, do not do nothing with from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. G, admit when you are wrong and ask for forgiveness. Admit when you're wrong and ask for forgiveness. Colossians 3.13 says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Finally, but not the least, Christ is glorified in our communication and conversation when we are intentional in using our speech to encourage each member of our family. Christ is glorified in our conversation when we are intentional in using our speech to encourage each member of our family. Beloved, never underestimate the power of encouragement. When we encourage each member of the family, we strengthen them. 
Well, we encourage each member of the family. We help them. We inspire them. We refresh them. We give, we, we give them hope. And the one being encouraged should receive it with a spirit of thanksgiving. You know, you encourage them. Well, it's about time you say something. Oh, no, don't wait a minute. Come on. Come on now. Come on. Come on. You have, it took you three years to say thank you. Well, they just said thank you. Come on. Lighten up. Receive the encouragement. If you want more of it, don't dismiss what they're giving you at that point in time. Receive it. Huh. I'm going to see what you're going to do tomorrow. Come on. Come on. Receive encouragement with the spirit of thanksgiving. I believe every one of us could use more encouragement in our lives, which keeps away worry. Worry keeps away fear. Worry keeps away depression. When you encourage your family, you're keeping depression from your family. When you uh, encourage your family, you're keeping fear from your family. When you encourage your family, you keep worry from your family. And when you encourage your family, you keep suicidal tendencies from your family. You don't know what your child or your grandchild is. Then God forbid if they do so. But you know what? That incur- You don't know who you holding back from doing something so destructive to themselves. And your very words were the words that kept them from destroying themselves. Because life is so short, do not take your family for granted, but rather use every God-given opportunity to bless them with your words of encouragement. Psalms 19.14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. Let's let's say this together. Psalms nineteen fourteen. Say that. Psalm. Repeat after me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And all God's children said, "Let's pray." Father, thank you for this message. How timely it is. It's serious. And sometimes we know better. We just don't do it. Sometimes we're just forgetful. And sometimes we're just selfish. Thank you for reminding us. Help us not to be married so long that we forget the little things. Father, if it's necessary for somebody in my voice, voice, some in the spirit center, some live streaming virtually to start over, then so let it be, Lord. I pray that this message resonate in the hearts of your people. The transformation would come. That you would take marriages to new spiritual levels and to into new dimensions in you through the enabling work of the Holy Spirit. Help singles, help widows, help widowers, help teenagers, help young folk. Father, I pray that even the children who are here would just say thank you, mom and dad, for staying together. Thank you, mom and dad, for being there for me. Thank you for supplying my needs when I couldn't su- supply 
my own needs. Thank you for your word of counsel. Thank you that you love me uh, when I make good decisions and bad decisions. Thank you for your love, your patience. Thank you for being parents when some children never knew their father. Fatherless homes, motherless homes, parents in jail, on crack, opium, and other things. Homeless. There's some families, they don't know where their parents are. Help the children to be grateful because they don't know how long their parents will be in their midst. All of our days are getting fewer. And help us to love each other in light of the brevity and and the shortness of life. To say I love you. To say thank you. To say I appreciate you. To say you're the best. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said, you're here today and know not the Lord. You've heard him speak. And he's calling you today. Your presence here today is not an accident. And Satan, even now, is working on your minds to keep you in that seat so that you'll not come forward and experience God in a very personal way. If you want to see your marriage get to the next level, mom and dad, you need to step out for the sake of your child and your posterity. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. And if you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.